Welcome to the Manifestation Lab. This is your host, Kelly Howe. From the grounded science to the mystical and unseen, we're investigating this big experiment we call life and finding what really works when it comes to manifesting a life that sets your heart and your soul on fire. Welcome to the lab. Hey friends, welcome back to the Manifestation Lab. Today I have Kristen Brown back on the show. She was our very first episode. Kristen is a dear friend of mine. She's been a long-term client for many, many years. I think maybe going all the way back to like possibly 2016. It's been a long time. I have been able to walk alongside Kristen as she has grown her business and done incredible things. She inspires me daily. And Kristen and I have teamed up with two other women with Jesse Bodine, owner and founder of Scout and Nimble, and also Liz Tucker, owner of Poppy and Marigold. The four of us have decided to collaborate and host a retreat in Acomal, Mexico. Today, I'm talking to Kristen. We're getting into the nitty gritty of what the retreat will be like, who this retreat is for, and the biggest and most important thing, what you're going to take away when you walk away from this retreat. I think it is something that is really, really special. I believe it to be very unique. I've never actually been to a retreat quite like this, and I think it's going to be the perfect combination of personal development, spiritual development, business strategy, and just resetting and nourishing our bodies and our mind and hopefully walking away really motivated and ready to up-level our business, maybe carve out some more self-care and, um, you know, just get back to it. So here's Kristen Brown and myself, and we're talking all about the wild expansion retreat in Acomal, Mexico in September. So sit back and enjoy. And if you have any questions, feel free to DM myself or Kristen on Instagram. You can find her. Oh gosh, she says it in the episode. I'm going to mess it up again, so I'm not going to say it right now, but it is Kristen Brown. She's the owner and founder of Hoot Design Company. And you can find me at Kelly Howe Coaching on Instagram. We would love to hear from you if you have questions, if you're interested. Um, she also drops the link in the episode, so you'll want to listen for that. All right, enjoy. And I hope to see you in Mexico. There's only a handful of spots left and maybe this one's for you. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> you were actually episode number one. Oh my gosh. Of the Manifestation Lab. What yeah, an honor. A year Thank ago. Thank you. Well, I recorded like a batch of them and then I didn't, you know, I had to like very carefully figure out who I was going to put first, but you were like top of the list. Okay. So, yes. Thank so welcome you. back. Well, it's, it's fun to be back together. You and I always have a good time chatting about, I mean, God knows everything, but we have this upcoming retreat, the Wild yes. Expansion Retreat. I know we're both super excited about it, and um, we just wanted to get together and talk about like what it is and why we're doing this and what you get from it. And um, I don't know. I just think that we have put together this really cool thing, and it's going to be fun to chat about it. So well, the first thing I want to ask you is, you know, why were you drawn towards, called towards putting something like this together? Yeah, I definitely felt compelled to do this after having so much, um, I would say like transformation and so much growth from a mastermind group, which for me is just three other women who, um, 
you know, who are involved in this retreat, but three other women who I've been meeting with for years, like seven years, Mm -hmm. eight years, um, to kind of help each other and create like this board of directors, what's now become just really close friends as well, but people who can share your experience and really help guide, you know, decision-making in a way that really no one else can understand. Um, or like I often say, like what your partner shouldn't be expected to do. What do you think? What was your state of mind when you guys put that mastermind together? Like, what were you struggling with and what was it that that pulled that together for you? Yeah, I think that's such a good question. One, we had heard about this group in St. Louis that was like doing masterminds for people where you were like paying to be a member. Mm. So that kind of got the idea going for us. Um, and then we really thought there... <laughs> I'm so sorry. You. Um, doesn't seem to be any reason we can't kind of facilitate this ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think what was cool about that at the time was like, we weren't all good friends then. Mm-hmm. Um, Beth and I had known each other kind of socially outside of um, work, but then we really didn't know the other two people well at all. So that was really cool that we kind of all got to know each other at the same time mm-hmm. was cool. Um, and then what we started out doing was meeting every other week for two hours and we would say an ask and a give. So everyone was supposed to bring prepared something that they wanted to share that we thought would be beneficial. And then what do we need help with? And at the time we tried to stay very structured to like not taking up too much time, mm-hmm. but it was just hugely, hugely beneficial. Yeah. Um, so I think for me, I was struggling with just like a ton of stuff. At, at that time, I was really struggling with like, do I want to keep doing this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like pretty huge questions. Um, and, and I think, you know, as you go, it's just like, you know, nothing can really... I think measure up to that level of time investment in each other. I mean, that's kind of how I feel about working with you too, Kelly, because we've been working together for the same amount of time. I mean, so Jesse, yeah, Jesse in the mastermind group was the person that told me to go see you. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's kind of, I think the way they impact you is just really honestly cannot be explained on the level of like relationship you have after that long. It's neat that you guys didn't know each other as friends going in. So there wasn't that like weird kind of like, um, I don't know, outside feeling that sometimes you can get when there's like a group of three or four friends, but two people have known each other for a long time. It's so neat that you guys really kind of like came together at the same time. And yeah, so of course we're talking about Jesse Bodine, Mm -hmm. um, the founder of Scout Nimble and yeah, Jesse, Jesse and I actually work together as nurses. So I've been trying to get her on the podcast so we can talk about that because it's (laughs) funny that we're so like, you know, obviously so far from that, that world now, but we met working as nurses and then when I started doing tapping and doing like group workshops and stuff, she came to just this little workshop that I did at someone's house and she came up to me afterwards and she was like, okay, first of all, great to see you. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, I need what you're doing. Yes. <laughs> and she just, you know, she was like, I need that. I need that. And then she didn't seem scared away by how bizarre it is. Yeah. <laughs> and that all. was very meaningful to me too, because Jesse, <laughs> I don't consider Jesse really highly woo woo right. out there. And so then when she said that she was like getting a lot like, out of it, this tapping thing, this weird yeah. tapping thing. Yeah. I was super intrigued. Yeah. And then she, um, connected us up and a bunch of other people, but you know, what I remember about that time period, um, and hopefully this isn't like, Oh no, like too specific. Cause you know, being a client, I have to be careful what I share, but no, I'm happy to share. It. And we can always cut this out <laughs> if it's too much. I'm happy to share. There would be nothing. That I, I can't get. imagine there would, yeah. but what I remember is, um, there, you know, like with so many business owners, there's that sense of loneliness that yeah. feels like you're just 
doing it on your own. Of course, you know, I am a solopreneur, so I am doing it on my own and that gets super lonely sometimes. Um, but that feeling of like, it's lonely at the top or just like, you know, the other people in my business or my life don't really understand what it's like to run a business. And, and so that's kind of what I remember when you guys pulled together, just being, um, like a common theme that just not just with you all, not that I work with you guys, all of you, but, but like, it just felt like at the time with business owners I was working with in general, it just felt like such a big theme. And the reason I wanted to kind of spotlight that is because I think that is one of the reasons that it's so important to invest in something like a retreat. Yeah. Like a business retreat Mm -hmm. to, to recognize that like, I'm going to talk to other people that are business owners and all different faculties and different types of businesses. And I'm not alone. Right. So like, I'm not alone in my struggles. Other people are working through these things too. Maybe it's not exactly the same, but like to create that kind of support and camaraderie and hold space. I think we talked about that before, hold space for each other in our struggles. And, um, you know, I really think that fresh air and sunshine yeah, <laughs> and getting into nature is, um, a huge part of like getting connected back up with like the universe and your creativity. But then of course, being around another, you know, a, a tribe of really strong, powerful women and being vulnerable with each other and supporting each other is just, I think, um, kind of an intangible, yeah. that you can't get like just in everyday life. So I think that's something anytime I've gone to, um, a conference or, you know, I've never been to a retreat like this. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really, really kind of unique what we've put together. But anytime I've been, it's like, I leave with connections. A lot of them that I've had for years and years, just because how would I have met that person other than this retreat or this conference? Um, and I always leave with like crystal clear clarity and a ton of motivation to like dive into the next level of my business. Yes. Which I think that's exactly what people would be getting out of it as well. It's like that shared experience, that kind of like enlightenment of being around a bunch of people who are experiencing the same thing you are, or like trying to take your business to the next level, whether you're just starting out or you've been doing it for six years, you know, Mm -hmm. I think is like, um, this can be really transformational, something like this. Oh, I think so too. And, and there will be people on different levels of their business. And Mm -hmm. I think there's something really special about that too, to be able to say to someone, I've been where you are Mm -hmm. and you can get through this. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And to have, to be able to like bounce ideas off of people who have been where you are and and are where you want to go I think is really great and um anytime I'm around you and Jesse and Liz and um Beth the times I've been around Mm -hmm. her it's like I get so much just from like very short little conversations with you guys about what like what I could what is possible for me right you know it's yeah I feel like there's something so inspiring about being around other women doing these amazing things I totally agree and then I really think too like having when I think about times where I've really invested the amount of time and space needed to make big decisions or take your business to the next level, I think that's really another huge impact that something like this can have on you. I totally agree. It's so hard to invest in yourself. Like as I think often to women, often we feel like we shouldn't do this for ourselves or only ourselves. You know, like I used to have this thought of like, well, I can't do this just for me. I need to like have a vacation, you know, do something like this where my whole family is involved or at least my partner. Whereas I think when you are able to do this for yourself and your business, like the ripple effect for your family, your business, your partner are huge. Right. And specifically this place in the world, um, Acumal, Mexico, 
is a place that my family started going in 15 after we Tulum kind of got like really blown up and expensive. And so we were like, oh my God, we can't afford to go back Were there. you guys going there first and yeah. then switched to Akamal? Okay. Yeah, we had gone there first. And not that it was undiscovered by any means mm-hmm. in like 13. I think we went there in 11. Um, and it was incredible. But, and certainly it, you know, had already started growing. But I think now it's it's kind of like bonkers how expensive it is. And um, so we, we just started looking in that area. And this place is just the coolest. And I am so excited to share it with other people too, because I feel like it's such a hidden gem. I can't believe you're giving your gem away. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, like, to the secret people. is out. <laughs> the secret is out. No, you have talked to me about Akamal for years. Yes. And yes. I always see you when you come home from this vacation and, you know, you're always like, Perfectly recharged and reset. Yeah. And like, I, I feel like wait. it's such a special place in the universe. Um, and this home that we're going to. So I've only been to this home one other time, but I think that was like a magical experience just having like an entire home. So you're not in a resort environment. Even just that alone, like finding, you know, going to this special place and having this curated experience for you, I think would be reason enough to sign on you know, aside from being able to share really great content, like I know you plan to do, we're planning to work with like a breath work specialist yoga, um, yogi there who I've worked with before, who I think is also really magical herself. There's a private chef, which I've had that experience only one other time. And it was crazy cool. I can't wait. Yeah. To just have like a beautiful dinner, like kind of the, the thing that you would probably be responsible for in a vacation environment. Like, often you know I'm not a good cook or anything but I am usually the person thinking like do we have food right right. are we going to eat together um can I feed all these children yeah exactly (laughs) can I feed these people and how long is it gonna take right just to have that all taken care of for you no cleanup no setup like I did just feel like uh you know the celebrity I love that yeah I can't I honestly can't wait that aspect of it alone I'm like why have I never gotten a personal chef like we eat out and it costs a million dollars. Yeah, exactly. This makes so much sense. And like such an intimate environment and it's so private. So like, I feel like, like for example, we would do yoga with this woman in the morning and you know, she has a very special gift, I think. And people would be crying. Well, you're not crying in like a public yoga class. You're getting to cry at the, in the privacy of yeah. this home and stuff. So I feel like that is super cool. There's this lagoon that you're on, which was like, so a very beautiful part of the ocean where you can actually swim. So, you know, there's not like dangerous waves or anything. And I feel like that's really cool. And little kayaks. Right? Yeah. Little paddle kayaks. boards and kayaks and snorkel equipment um it's just very very special so I think if we can like honor the challenge of like what it's like to be a mom or or not a mom but to own a business and to really like have trouble carving out this time and space for ourselves I think that is so worth the investment I totally Um, agree and so many people like for anybody listening that is struggling with that like I really want to go but I feel guilty I feel selfish all of that Um, I say, yes, it is selfish and I call it sacred selfishness. Like I think every person on the planet has a responsibility to carve out sacred selfishness so that we can listen to our inner guidance and, and take action in an aligned way with like what our soul actually wants us to do. And if we can't have sacred selfishness and like create time to ourselves and create boundaries around that time 
then we can get lost in the mix. And I yeah, think I think so many people said. just feel so like they're in the rat race and on the mm-hmm. hamster wheel. And um, and it takes that sacred selfishness to say, I've got to stop. And like you said, the ripple effect of that is just something that can't be put into words. You know, if we're running ourselves into the ground and working ourselves to the bone and doing, doing, doing and giving, giving, giving to everyone else, but never stopping to like take the time for ourselves, A, our business 100% will suffer, mm-hmm. even if we're like working so hard, right? Um, and it'll never up level because right. we don't have time to get into that creative space to be like, what yes. is the next level, right? Like, yes. what could I manifest? What could I create? So, oh, and I think that like getting that time and space for yourself is just really, really hard. I remember I went there um, for 10 days in 18, like at the end of the year and my kids, you know, I didn't have my youngest kid then. It was like this really great time where my kids were kind of independent. So I was able to like, Read, I think I read four books and I really came up with this like entire vision forward for what I wanted the business to look and feel like and how should we be presenting ourselves to the world and stuff. And I just don't think that would have been possible mm-hmm. without carving out this really like sacred selfishness, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, when we don't do that, you do, you turn around and you're like, you know, where did the last six months, 18 what months happened? go? Yeah. yeah. And then happened? without a vision for the future, I think that's how that happens. You mm-hmm. just don't, you're not able to like claim that intentionally. Mm-hmm. I think it just, you know, it passes you by. It does. It does. And I mean, it usually takes that space also to recognize how much we've been missing. Yeah. How much has just been flying by, like our kids growing up and the great things that are happening in our business that we're completely blowing by because it's like we're just in the hamster wheel. So, yeah. So for people struggling with that, I mean, it is it is real. There's so much programming behind, Mm -hmm. um, especially for women. Right. I I think it's a little bit easier for men to to like sort of say, I need this time, at least culturally. Um, But as mothers and as, you know, sisters and just as women in different women related relationships, it's it's culturally embedded in us to just put ourselves on the back burner. Yes. And so we have to work against that programming and recognize that like, that's how it's been done for a really long time, but it's not necessarily working right here, right now in this era, you know? Yeah. And I think the women right now out there, when they hear that are like, yeah, like we all know that first, like right now is the time that things are massively shifting for women mm-hmm. and in our empowerment and balancing out the matriarchy and the patriarchy and like, you know, finding this, this new kind of way of being. And that does take saying, I'm worth the time and yeah. I do deserve it. And I'm not trying to sound like a commercial. I think I yeah, am. but I think but that's so true. It's obviously what I'm really, really passionate about yeah. too. You know, it's what I do for people. Right. I love this, this like quote from that book, Burnout. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we've talked about this before, like how women are conditioned to be human givers. Yeah. And, and you know, men are conditioned through society to be human beings. Mm. And I think that's like so beautifully said. And like, this is a time for you to kind of like reclaim that um beingness you know to just be and like maybe let what happens happens you know here where you're not really going in with an agenda or you know it's really just to carve out time for yourself to be and I think that's like super hard amazing Yeah. (laughs) yeah and that actually brings me to another another thought that I had before a conversation that I jotted down and that is that it's really vulnerable yeah, to go into because we haven't even talked about it, but this is a really tiny retreat, right? Yes. So there's only um, 
like 15 people, 15 people total. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, and a big portion of that, four of us are going to be facilitators, the hosts. So 10, 11 people Uh together under one roof and it is vulnerable. Yeah. And I know, I mean, intimate, intimate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, and it's, um, you don't like, you don't know how that's going to work out. Am I going to like everybody? Am I not going to, am I going to feel like an outsider? Am I going to really connect? Am I, going to say something stupid, like all those thoughts are really normal, Mm -hmm. but our, our biggest growth comes in the discomfort. And I hate that that's true, (laughs) but but when we can push ourselves and say, yeah, I'm going to get a little bit uncomfortable so that I can grow. Um, I think people usually can settle in and be like, wow, that discomfort was like totally for my highest good. And that does, I mean, I'm not advocating for that, like across the board, but in a, in a business setting, um, in a personal growth setting, it's absolutely true that like, okay, yeah, the discomfort's real. And if you think about like, am I going to know anybody there? Right. And what's this going to be like? And what's, what exactly is the content? Um, part I, of the transformation totally. is the uncertainty and working through that. And right. And I think it would be a very safe place to be uncomfortable totally. and maybe even say like, I feel uncomfortable. hundred um, percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I think that's so true. Maybe it would be helpful too, if we talked a little bit about like, what will a day look like? Yeah. Um, and then kind of more of the logistics. Cause I know I would be thinking that if yeah, like, what definitely. does a day look like? I think, um, we want there to be plenty of time, you know, like you said, there's only 15 people there. Um, very intimate environment, but we want there to be plenty of time to uh, explore and do what you're called to do, you know, whether it's read or lay out or swim or, you know, whatever, um, you know, be on your computer if that's what you're there for. Um, so I I feel like we might need to put some (laughs) some rules around that. Yeah. We don't want you working. (laughs) Right. Get work the whole time. (laughs) um, You know, if you're kind of, I think we want people to feel like this is what they want it to be. Mm -hmm. Um, knowing that we have sessions with you daily, which I think will be so cool. Mm -hmm. And you plan to focus a Mm -hmm. lot of your stuff on. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. Yes. So I'm going to talk a lot about wealth consciousness Mm -hmm. and, and the rewiring it takes to break through our very programmed limitations. Every business owner at any stage has an income ceiling. And, um, if we're wanting to learn and grow, we need to get comfortable with saying, I want to break through that income ceiling. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that people don't realize is that it is really deeply embedded into our nervous system, meaning that even just talking about like some people even listening to this will be like oh my god we're gonna work on money like oh that feels gross and they'll feel a very visceral like ickiness with that and we can rewire that with tapping so um you know and people also don't recognize that money is just well I mean they recognize that money is just a part of everyday life whether Mm -hmm. we like it or not and when we can work through our um limitations around it our misconceptions around it, the ways that we view it as good or bad, it's really a deeply spiritual journey as well. Mm -hmm. And it's a place where I think, especially the people that come to me really are working on their business in, I would say, a deeply spiritual way where they're trying to find that balance between mind, body, and spirit and not just be like all money or Mm -hmm. all giving or, you know, we're just really trying to find that balance. And where does my family fit into this? And how can I make it all work together? Um, And I always say that you're your business is your spiritual baby, you Mm -hmm. know, and it is something that like it was, you gave it birth and you had that creativity come to life and you continue to nurture it. And if you don't treat it like that, um, money's part of that. If you don't treat it like that, then it will starve. Right. And, or it won't grow. It'll just have stunted growth. And 
I remember so, you saying money is just an exchange of energy. It is just and an that exchange of energy. Really helped me. Yeah. So so we're going to do a lot of work on belief systems around wealth consciousness and what that looks like, and and really the physical nervous system wiring around that mm-hmm. to get people more excited, more motivated, and ready to like you know take the strategy that they're also going to get at the retreat and put that into action so Mm -hmm. that they can break through. And I know we've done a ton of work with that. I love working with money stuff. It's, it's interesting how some people are like, hell yeah, like let's work on that. And some people are really reluctant and they feel like, um, it's not, it it just feels icky. It just feels kind of icky to say like, yes, I want to earn more. Yes. I want to make more money. Mm -hmm. Like it makes people want to throw up a lot of times. Right. Right. Which is telling, right? There's something, there's fear underneath it. There's belief systems. There's old wounding. Right. Trauma. Value systems. Value systems. Yes. I think breaking down a lot of the stuff you learned as a kid, whether through actual teaching or even just, um, you know, society or like the kind of tribe you grew up in. I think that has, such an impact on it so yeah i'm i mean that would be an scarcity mindset yeah even for people that are very very good at making money doing these exercises can can help them recognize where maybe it's easy for them to make money but they're striving 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 they're always trying to prove something because Mm -hmm. of their tribe of origin and they're they're still trying to prove their worth in certain ways um and so there's all kinds of insights that we can get about where we're lacking self-love where we're lacking self-worth where we can reclaim our power and and really just look at money as an exchange of energy and one of the most beautiful like Easy ways to do that is, for example, when you go to the grocery store and you are exchanging this energy, like I'm taking these groceries with me, I'm taking this energy with me, and you pass the money over and say, thank you mm-hmm. for doing this, yeah. right? Like, thank you for offering this service. And it just makes everything feel so much easier. Yeah. It's just so much lighter when you look at it that way. And um, if you think of people paying you for your services, that they're they're saying, thank you for your expertise. Thank mm-hmm. you for doing what you do. Thank you for putting yourself out there. It's so much easier to receive. (laughs) Definitely. I think you're just, it's so cool to think about tackling that as a group, like no matter where you are in that. Yeah. And everybody will be different. And that's one of the things that will be fun to kind of like talk through Mm -hmm. um, in, in our experience and recognize like, oh, wow, we all came from vastly different backgrounds, Mm -hmm. but look at how we have similar programming, right? you know, and how it's showing up in similar ways or in different ways. So it's fun. It's one of my favorite areas to, to work on. It's really great to do in small groups like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it really helps people kind of own their confidence mm-hmm. around saying, yeah, I want to earn more. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I deserve that. And, you know. It made a huge difference for me <laughs> yeah. working with you on this. So, yeah. yeah. I can't imagine. It's good. And then another thing we know we're going to be doing is this work with Sophia's. Her name is the breathwork yogi. Um, and I, the sessions I've had with her have just been, like, super interesting. I'm excited to meet her. Yeah. yeah. Like, have a real spiritual side to them. It feels like you're doing a lot more than just, like, you know, typical yoga um, so I know that that will be a really cool aspect too. And then as well as kind of just like content that we're going to be developing as the, the four hosts or the three other hosts aside from you, Kelly. Mm-hmm. But then I think there'll just be so much sharing too of, mm-hmm. um, with each other. I think there's so much to learn from each other. Another group I'm in, I really love the way they approach this. You only speak to your experience. Like I, we haven't even talked about this as a group, mm-hmm. but I think this would be a really cool thing to implement is like, 
when someone does have an ask, like a challenge that they're dealing with, you only speak with I statements. Mm -hmm. And I think that's been like, that's been a really cool thing that I've learned from this other, it's another female um, group that I'm a part of where I think that often that can feel weird because you're not trying to make it about you. Mm -hmm. But I actually think that what they frame it as is it's the power of storytelling that actually like, unlocks kind of a different um energy yeah and I can so, see that for sure and it, if I was like you should do this right you know that can feel really like okay I just said something for three minutes and now you're giving me advice you know especially when you don't know people super well I right I can feel like really awkward um or maybe someone becomes more like domineering it really takes that away and kind of brings it back to a personal vulnerability too. Like yeah. When, when I experience this, this is how I work through it. Is that what I'm hearing? Kind yes. Of? Yeah. Yes. To make it really friend, like you know, well, I've never experienced this, but I experienced something that you know. So I feel like it's been a really cool way, that. and they're very sensitive about that. Like you know, they have kind of a moderator who will step in and stop someone from that's cool um, offering advice, which I do think is really really neat. I think we'll try to make some of those sharing sessions kind of structured Mm -hmm. so that they they don't it shouldn't feel like a gab session or right where someone is kind of allowed to dominate i think we should you know there will be some kind of like guardrails yeah i think that's our responsibility i love that idea to provide yeah and i mean this house is huge (laughs) yes it is you can see it on the web huge yeah you can go to the web page and check it out um actually do you want to give them that yes yeah i can give you the web page is hootdesigncompany.com slash wild dash expansion dash retreat but clearly you could reach out to me and kelly as well if you need a direct link um but and i'll put that in the show notes too perfect yeah we'll be linking that all over our social media as well to help drive people there you can get a real sense of the home um, what's some of that like fresh food? It's looks luxurious. Like? Yeah, I, mean, really I feel is. like you feel like a Kardashian. Yeah, like you definitely feel like a famous person. And with that, there's you know I haven't been there. I know you have, but it looks like there are so many little nooks and crannies. Yes, to tuck privacy. yourself away for privacy. So it's not like if you need privacy, you need to go hide in your room. Like there are little patios and little yes. seating areas everywhere, like yes. absolutely There's everywhere. So much. And so I went there, I can kind of speak to my experience before I went there in January with three other couples. And I mean, that can be a challenging experience, yeah. you know, and I found it to be, there was just more than enough room for privacy. There's two different pools. Then the ocean is right there. I mean, there. two pools. Yeah, two separate <laughs> two pools. Two pools. Yeah, there, and a hot tub. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's, like, a rooftop, this huge rooftop patio. There's, like, a stargazing area up at the top. I mean, it is really the most incredible it's gorgeous. Home. It feels like a a super special find and and you know to be able to like share with other people I think is really something I'm like super excited about so I can't imagine anyone feeling like claustrophobic in this home right and even if you know there are some people that will be sharing a room there's so many you know like I said you don't have to work to find a space by yourself like even if you decide to share a room um, with someone and it's then. part of a really cool little village too so you can google Acumal in mexico which is about 30 kilometers north of tulum takes about an hour to an hour and a half to get there from cancun so you'd fly into the cancun airport we will be arranging all your ground transport 
Just transportation. ground transport, grant, transportation. I can't spit that out. Yeah. <laughs> transportation. Ground transportation. Yeah, so we need you to get your own flight. But then, you know, from there, we would be organizing your ground transportation with someone I've used so many times that I really trust um, to bring you to the home. And that takes about an hour and a half to get there. And then once you're there, you won't leave the town. You know, that's the plan anyway. That's so cool. Is it like a gated community? Or I've just been curious about what this is like once, yeah, once you get there. Yeah, it's not a gated community. Community. So it's a very much like a little, well, for anyone who's local, I call it the Roachport of Mexico because oh, it's such this like adorable, quaint, you know, really, really cool community where it's kind of been grown up around um, like sea turtles as being a big part of their, you know, tourist attraction. It's not touristy at all, which is why I think it's like a hidden gem, you know, where Tulum is still very um it has kind of a quaint feel to it because there are no like high rises and stuff, but so it doesn't feel very commercialized, but it's so busy. Yeah. You know, there's, there's so much traffic and so many people in Tulum that to me, it feels a little bit overwhelming at this point. Whereas this is just so, so, so cool. Um, and there's a restaurant there that we go to all the time, which I could see us being able to visit. Like there would be plenty of availability for people to like get out and do their own thing. Yeah. There's, um, bicycles. Um, there's a golf cart, which will be part of the, yeah. So you could, you know, so fun. Yeah. I, I cannot imagine people feeling at all claustrophobic. Yeah. And that'll be something that'll be really important to us as like curating this experience for people. I think that we would always be open to someone saying like, you know, I'm really looking for this. Can you help me find it? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, I think it's, it's such a magical place and it's worth Googling. You know, if you want to look up Akumal, I think it's, I'm a huge Mexico fan. I think the people are so incredible there. Um, It's like I said, I think a really artistic, energetic, this is a very special energetic place in the world too. I think we're just like ideas flow. Yeah. um, You know, it's just very special. I believe that. I mean, the ocean being near the beach in general for me personally is like where I feel the most at ease. Yeah. And it's weird that I picked Missouri to live yeah, exactly. <laughs> that my soul was like, I'll live in Columbia, Missouri, not yes. near any oceans. But I mean, that's definitely like the place where I'm like, ah, oh. and yes. you know, salt water is so healing and fresh air. And we talked about sunshine and there really is something about just connecting with the elements that opens up that creativity. Yeah. And, you know, if you think about nature, was made by the creator. And when you connect with it, that creative energy just flows. Yeah. It's so beautiful and get new perspectives. And it's just so fun. All the images on the webpage that you see are from the home. So there's not like, you know, none of that's like stock or anything. Yeah. Um, so people, I think you can get a really good idea of like what the what it actually like. looks like. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I hope yeah. so. Well, I think the space is unique. I think the combination of like personal growth, inner work that we're going to offer along with like true business strategy. Yeah. And, um, and like the restoration that comes yes, from taking this time. The mental health aspect of it. Yeah. And just the space to breathe and to figure out what's next. And um, I really think it's it's going to be unique and different. And I think, I mean, I think I mentioned this in my newsletter that I sent out. Like I would be going to this retreat. Yes. If I wasn't a part of it, I would be going. I for agree. sure. I really would. And um, one of the things that I want, I, before we wrap it up, that I just thought of that I think is kind of neat about this um, because I've heard so many clients lately be like, yeah, I'm not, I am not really drinking that much anymore. I mm-hmm. really cut back on drinking and whether that's, you know, the people listening or not, I think it's neat that we're, you know, this is going to be a boozy light 
yeah, experience, yes. you know, it's, it's really like, we really are looking for restoration and there will be options for drinks in the evening, but it's not going to be like a lay in the pool, right, yeah. lay in the pool all day <laughs> with a glass of wine, which listen, I'm down for sometimes still, you yeah, know, I'm totally yes. here for that, but, but it really is going to be about like allowing our body, our mind and our spirit to relax. So, yeah. um, that means pulling out toxins as well. Yeah. And it's not, you know, like I said, like, I'm sure that I will have a glass of wine or two it, in the evenings, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be like you said a keg stand kind of yeah like let's do shots during the day kind of event and I think a lot of people are craving that right now yeah I'm not glad the keg you brought that because <laughs> I think if you're invest for me personally if I'm investing in something like that you want to know like what's okay, the vibe yeah what's the vibe am I sh- is it like a girls gone wild thing and I show up and be like okay this was you know what was this doesn't be like a business experience work and girls gone wild yeah <laughs> throwback are they even still around I don't think so. Um, but I think that, like, I definitely think we are, we want, we all want that type of experience here, which is people are really present. It's hard to be present when you're hungover. Right. Basically, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. I think that's what we would just want. We wouldn't want anyone feeling hungover. Yeah. Right. And I think like that, it, you know, is impacts you more and more. As you get older, <laughs> it doesn't take that much to feel hungover. No, it doesn't. It doesn't take much at all. And it takes away from your creativity yeah. and that innovation too. So, And you're like, you know, you're the way that you access empathy and, and even for me, my intelligence, oh, I feel like sure. my intelligence is so impact, yeah. impacted by, um, you know, being hungover. Yeah. Even. They turn into a real dum-dum. Yeah. Too many glasses of wine. It's so we don't cool. want anyone feeling like that. So yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause we would be really, I would just say intentionally curating your, your alcohol experience. Right. Um, right. So um, and certainly not to say that if you do want to drink that anyone will be looking down on that. Like oh, I right. said, I'm sure that I will have a drink or two in the evening, some evening. Right. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to bring that to mind because I think that there are a lot of people craving that experience right now, like maybe where they haven't before. Yeah, I think and, that's so true. I think um, that's so true. Yeah. So. And I think overall the, the vibe that I'm getting from people is that it feels like we're kind of emerging out of, you know, the last few years there's been some darkness Mm -hmm. and some struggle. I know that we've talked about that and so many business owners, like a lot of businesses didn't survive the last Mm -hmm. few years. Um, And if they did survive, it was very much a like tooth and nail kind of like, you know, white knuckling it through. And I think people are finally getting back to a place where they can kind of emerge out of that darkness and out of that fight or flight. Like, totally. Um, stress of the last few years. And I think people are really looking for a reboot. So mm-hmm. we are yeah. happy to offer that. Exactly. <laughs> Through the so, wild expansion. I feel like we can close by just saying, like, if you are, if you have questions, if you want to talk it through, we would love for people to reach out to us. Absolutely. So they can reach out to us on social media, either at I'm K to the G to the B on Instagram. You're <laughs> Kelly Howe coaching. I've never heard you say that out loud. <laughs> it's the it's cutest Instagram handle. It's a lot, little bit long now. Or who designed company to, obviously. And then we we will share this webpage. Yeah. Um, but I would just say, don't, you know, don't hesitate. Don't pass up the opportunity to invest in yourself. Absolutely. I just realized too, we talked about Jesse. We did not ever talk about Liz. Yeah. Uh, owner yeah. of Poppy. Liz Tucker, owner of Poppy and Marigold in Texas. Um, she will be there as well. And and we know Beth is coming as well. Beth Snyder, who owns um, Hemlock in Court Street Fulfillment will be there, but she's just not a host. So yeah. Gotcha. Um, I just want to make sure we threw Liz's name in. Yeah. 
absolutely. Just such a lovely human to be around. Yeah. It's going to be such a great, I think, chemistry between the four of us. Um, totally. And I'm really... Oh, and we forward. forgot to mention the photographer. Oh, yeah. I was getting ready yeah. to. We should definitely talk about that because I think that is so fun. That is, I'm so glad you guys kind of like pushed for that. So we are bringing a photographer, a professional photographer, who will be capturing the whole event. And then all of those images will be available to everybody to use for their own marketing purposes. Yeah, so. including um, headshots. Yeah. If if you want to have headshots done while you're there, Absolutely. we're carving out time for that. And um, that's definitely an option. And I think I'll be getting some new ones yeah. while I'm there for sure. Well, it's just so cool to think about being able to like use this for social media or for your, like your own website, because you know, that's usually such a huge investment. Oh my gosh, for sure. And to have like a tribe of people around you too, to get yeah. ideas on like, we could even stage a shoot. Oh, hundred uh, percent. I'm, you know, I'm definitely going to be wants. staging some group shoots. Yeah. <laughs> like with you teaching, you know, yeah, doing some definitely. tapping and us listening in that house I can't wait to have those pictures yeah Yeah. um and then also with a photographer like if you have a product right we Mm -hmm. talked about that if people wanted to bring um a product that they wanted to have photographed for the website oh absolutely yeah I think think, you know she's happy to do whatever we're wanting her to do while she's there um taking in the experience as well she's also a business owner so you know we'll be learning from her too well thanks for being on Kristen. i'm so looking forward to this and um anybody who wants to reach out let us know kelly how coaching and k to the b to the g (laughs) (laughs) to the g to the b i got it backwards but yeah you'll you'll find it Kristen brown There's probably not that many of those in the U.S. Oh, gosh. There's probably like (laughs) 9,000 of you guys. All right. Well, let us know if you have questions. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.